G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. This week we've been looking at the whole area of maximizing change. The fact of life is that God allows changes to take place in our lives, maybe in our work situation, our personal life. could be family, could be marriage, it could be kids, could be in our finances, anything. God allows change and we need to learn to embrace change so that we can use it for our benefit and to move forward as a result of it in our lives. We've seen that there are different ways that people handle change. Some people are early adopters. They quickly get on board with change, move forward. Some are middle adopters. There's late adopters. And of course, there are some people who are non-adopters. And some of them are still living almost in the last century because they refuse to move with the changes taking place in society. We saw yesterday that God changes our circumstances to change us. Jeremiah forty-eight eleven. Moab has been at ease from his youth. He has settled on his dregs and has not been emptied from vessel to vessel, nor has he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remained in him and his scent was not changed. It's a picture of Moab. They'd just become settled in one place. There was no changes taking place. They hadn't been going from vessel to vessel. So it's almost like they'd become stale, distasteful. Their scent had not changed. It wasn't appealing. In order to change Moab, God sends her into captivity to change her taste and to make her better. We saw yesterday also that God uses other people to change us. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friends. One of the hard truths for you and I to come to terms with is that those difficult people that are around us are often God-sent in order to do a work in our lives, maybe to develop patience, mercy, kindness, long-suffering, I don't know, any number of fruit of the Spirit that God's trying to work in our lives. The thing is, don't resist what God's trying to do through other people. Embrace it and let God change your life, make you a better person. So as we begin to wrap it up for today and tomorrow, how are we going to cope with change? You might say, well, yeah, I can see this is important, but quite frankly, I'm a late adopter, I'm a non-adopter, I struggle to change. Help me to know how to handle change. The first one is an attitude of trust. When we choose to trust God in the situation he's brought us into or the change that he's allowed in our lives, it draws down great grace upon us. In other words, it gives us the ability to handle the change that's taking place. The grace of God comes into us when we choose to trust him. And so we say, God, I trust you in this change that I'm going through right now. I trust you in these circumstances that have that have been changed, that you've allowed to change. As we do that, it's almost like the ability to handle that change comes upon us. Tremendous grace comes upon our lives. God knows what he is doing, even if we don't. And that's what trust is all about. Over the years, I've developed a growing trust in God and in the Holy Spirit in regards of him leading my life, leading the church and my ministry. It really helps me a lot 
to handle and accept changes because I look at the things that are happening. I say, okay, God, you're at work here. I trust you. I embrace this change. I know you're up to something good. It doesn't really make sense to me, but I choose to trust you. Boy, I tell you, it helps a lot. I love this verse, 2 Chronicles 20, verse 12. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. Can I encourage you today, no matter what you are going through, get your eyes upon God. Fix your focus on him. It will just help you so much. Even acknowledge, hey, I don't know what to do. I can't handle this change. I'm not coping with all of this. But God, my eyes are upon you. And I trust you'll give me the grace to get through this situation. If you can give thanks in the midst of change, you'll find grace and strength. In order to prepare Joseph, a great man of God for his calling. He was poured from vessel to vessel. Some things that happened to Joseph looked like demotions, especially when he spent time in prison. It went from one painful and confusing captivity to another. It's like there was a shift in heaven over his life and God was preparing Joseph for something new. So with it came a sift on earth, a change in his circumstances. The great thing about Joseph was this. He had a faith that could see God in everything, the good and the bad. Genesis 50, 20, you intended to harm me, all these rat bags around him, his brothers. But, he said, Joseph says, God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So the first way to cope with change is an attitude of trust. The second way is letting go. And that's harder than we might realize. When circumstances change, there is a letting go. There's a loss to make room for something new. It's like letting go how things were in the past. It's, it's gone. It's finished. It's not going to be like that again. So now you're in this new situation, new circumstance. So letting go of the old, which you may think, boy, I love those days. Or I loved it when it was like that. Well, now it's new and different. You have to let go. And grief is the God-given process to help us come to terms with our losses. In other words, we grieve over what was. While we're in that middle phase of, you know, we're not quite got the new the old is gone. We're not quite how it's sure how it's going to work or work out. And so there's a real grief of uh, over the losses that have taken place. And we do need to give ourselves time to adjust emotionally. If we're going to embrace change, we need an attitude of trust. We also need to learn with God's help to let go. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, Look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au.